Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, welcome to Bark After Dark. Uh, normally, you know, we come in here loosey goosey, you know, feeling all great and, and uh, a little early too. You know, a little um, early. Yeah, a little early, and and for a reason. Um, you know, Sonny Siler, the um, I believe Mark Weiser put it. I read a tweet a second ago. The patriarch of the Georgia, uh, the UGA, UGA bloodline um, has passed away at the age of ninety years old. And uh, he put 10 Uggas on the field, so we started 10 minutes early. I know Ugga 11, boom, is uh, is set to make his debut uh, this coming Saturday. Um, but we started 10 minutes early to uh, to, to pay homage to uh, to the 10 Uggas that he put on the uh, field for Georgia. And the last one was the best one, the winningest of all time. And uh, uh, I never met the man, um, but also never heard a bad word about him. Um, and I know how much he meant to the University of Georgia. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of said something similar about, uh, you know, it's it's really hard to think about Georgia's brand on the national stage without Sonny Siler, man. I mean, it really is like the face of the program to some degree. Coaches come and gone. Sonny Siler's dogs have always been there, man. So right. uh, it, it, he's, a, he's, a, he's been a huge part of the whole thing. Like you said, I never met him. I saw Sonny Siler a lot. Uh, I was down on the sidelines. He had he has sickest parking spot in the stadium um, yeah. uh, down below. Uh, he parked from the GSP park that I uh, got to walk the coaches out on the field. Um, and, uh, you know, honestly, it, and this is going to sound crazy. I was thinking about this before the show got started. He's one of those guys that like, uh, I, I, I had no reason to feel intimidated to approach, but I did, man. Like it was, there was like an yeah. air around Sonny Siler, man, you know, like, yeah. I, you know, I've asked Kirby smart questions. I've talked to, uh, you know, Todd Gurley. I, I've shouted out, you know, even Chuck Dowdle, my my sports casting hero when I was a kid. Um, Sonny Siler, though, one of those guys, man, that just had an, had an air about him. And, um, you know, I, sad loss. Um, you know, I was thinking about it, too, uh, in terms of importance and where the guy, you know, kind of kind of ranks. A lot, of, a lot of guys have come through the Georgia program, been very successful, big names, first-round draft picks. We got a first-round draft pick on with us tonight, actually. We um, do. We do. Not, not too many guys associated with the Georgia program have ever been portrayed in a uh, film. Yeah. And uh, Sonny, Sonny Siler, uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, um, was was portrayed in the film. So, And I, I think he actually was in the film, too, at some point, wasn't he? I don't know. Never really. I think I saw the film when I was younger, but I don't really recall it too well. Um, 
you know, obviously I feel horrible for his family because, you know, it doesn't matter how old uh, a loved one is. When you lose them, you lose them, and it's a void that's there. But 90 years, man, I hope I get there. I, I just – I hope I do. Um, and, and you know, the only Sonny Siler story I have is 2011. I got on the Georgia sideline for the first time. Uh, in my sports writing career, my career period. Well, actually, I I did get to go down, I believe it was in 2001 or 2000. I'm sorry, I got to go down to 2000 for the Tennessee game as a uh, as a guest of a recruit. Um, but 2011, I got to go down, you know, and kind of be down the, on the sideline all game long and shoot some photos and stuff. And uh, I'm like, man, I can't, I can't not go, uh, I can't not go down there and pet Uga, right? Like I'm looking over there and I'm seeing people pet him. So I kind of neander over there and um, I go over and I kind of stand there and he kind of moves towards me a little bit and never said a word to each other. Um, but he kind of moved towards me a little bit and I kind of gave him that look like, is it okay? And he just, just kind of <laughs> bobbed his head, just one quick nod, you know, like a little, little salute there. And I, I dude, I, I give that dog some serious pets, man. I'd rubbed his ears and jostled him all up got a little slobber going uh licked my hand um it was a cool little moment there but um i mean yeah just a just an icon and and you know he his i mean he he that face right there over the years and it aged uh, just kind of became synonymous with with Uga. when you saw it on tv you saw sunny right there when you saw bevo try to give Uga the business sunny was right there uh, i was too but sunny was too as well and um, you know, just, uh, I don't know, man, you know, you mentioned the parking spot, hell of a parking spot, man. Great yeah. one. Absolutely yeah. great parking spot from a man there. Um, but, um, you know, well, take you know, your I, rest, man. It's, and it's, you know, it's interesting. Um, and somewhat sad to be honest with you to think about like Georgia comes back, wins that national championship first of Kirby's national championships and you lose Vince Dooley, Right. And then this year it comes around, and before the game week, getting ready to come up here, uh, and uh, and you lose Sonny Siler, and um, you know that's that's tough, man. That's some of the old guard going down right there. That's that's you know those are some of the titans of this program, and um, you know I, I obviously football in this moment means very little. Uh, you know when you you lose a loved one, you, people have lost a a grandfather, a father, a friend, um, but you know you like to think that probably to some degree for both of those guys, it was, it was pretty cool to, to see how things had changed and where things were headed and, and how it had all played out with their, uh, you know, their devotion and their contributions to this program. I mean, I would dare, I would be, I would be curious to know how many games Sonny Siler attended. I, oh, I was, I was thinking about that earlier, dude. I mean, his number has to rival maybe anybody's I would think. Yeah, I mean, I, it's got to be somewhere, you know, in the, you know, in the what, the how many years, 50 years, 40 years? It's got to be somewhere in that 450 to 500 range. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's up there. And, you know, it's cool that he got to see the two national championships. You know, he didn't get to take, uh, didn't get to take Ugga 10 um, out to uh, Los Angeles for, for this last one. Um, but, you know, that, he saw a lot of SEC championships. He saw some national championships, at least three of them. Um, you know, a little long time in there between. His fa- Again, just how much his family's kind of meant to the University of Georgia. And, you know, when you look back, um, 
you know, I'm thinking about Charlie Trippy as well. Charlie Trippy left us not too long ago. Yeah. Um, you know, Vince Dooley. Uh, you know, you got, you know, Sonny Siler and then the tragedies that happened this January. And, um, yeah. you know, this program's lost a lot over the last two or three years, man. It's just been a uh, it's been kind of a whirlwind. But, you know, a lot of people um, that mean a lot to the university. And, you know, we definitely wanted to give on, you know, you know, I, we wanted to come on early tonight when we first found this out and, and you know, kind of make sure that we got our piece out, you know, out there that that we you know we, we've seen the man many 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 times and um you know this it wasn't necessarily a guy that had any sort of um i mean he gave the, he gave the program priceless marketing i would say over 40 he, he over gave a, i mean it's a he, it's a face i mean he gave a face to yeah. the program i mean uga is synonymous i mean that that classic uh sports illustrated cover um you know mm-hmm. with Ugga being named the greatest mascot in college football and, i mean you know he gave like i said it's hard to imagine the brand without um without sonny siler and and his contributions to it man and um and let me tell you yeah. something savannah georgia is not close to athens georgia Okay, no. that's a that's a tough trip. Okay, I've I've basically made it many times, um, you know, going for, to and from the Georgia Florida game in some sort of capacity. We've done it several times, so it is uh, it is a tough trip to make, and uh, he made it with regularity, um, with uh, with that little uh, great American house hippo of his in tow every <laughs> single time. That's what they call him on TikTok, and uh, the goodest of boys. I think it's interesting that neither you or I met Sonny Siler. I because I yeah, don't think there's a lot of I I don't think there are a lot of people in this program like that you would say that you never had a chance to meet or, or talk to. Well, I, or, I just assume I I just thought I, I thought a couple of times about going up and shaking his hand. I'm like, I oh, got a he got a reason to meet me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? But like you probably introduced yourself to Vince Dooley at some point, right? Yeah, I, I talked to Coach as many times as I possibly could. You know, I mean, yeah, I, it wasn't that he wasn't an approachable dude. I just, yeah, there there was a there was a star power there with with Sonny Siler. Uh, we've got our guest on to join us, but before we do that, real quick, what you drinking tonight? Yeah, so uh, actually, um, this is kind of fitting. I didn't even really mean to do this, but uh, uh, you know, you know me, you know I love a good craft brew. Um, so one of my buddies, uh, I call him Rhode Island George. Uh, good, good friend of mine. Um, this is an old guy from New England, the most, the most New England accent you've ever heard in your life. Um, uh, loves to call me Bucko. Uh, that's his, that's his, always his sign off. Anyway, he brewed this, uh, double IPA and he brought me one to try. So, uh, I'm, I'm drinking Rhode Island, George's beer tonight. Uh, but we got making George coming on with us here soon. So excited. Yeah, your, your, uh, your blood pressure about to take a hit. I, um, I, I, I probably drunk a little more than I should have this weekend. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I normally do when I do that. I'm doing a Monday. Yeah, we got to talk about my weekend later. Oof. Oh, let's bring George on George Foster, right. the man. Well, maybe. Well, well all what's right. happened here? All right. I don't well, know. We're excited froze about George. Let's see. Looks like looks like George may have froze up. We may have to get George to rejoin the stream. Um, but in the meantime, um, well, well oh, so you just you're, you're drinking just a little topo then. Yep, just a little topo. Let's go ahead and do. Let's go ahead and talk about our folks over at Game Time. Uh, listen, uh, Bruce, I don't know if you've ever experienced this before, but I have. 
hey, Jake, can you help me get tickets to, to the game? Um, <laughs> yeah. No. More often than not, no. Sometimes, once or twice, yes, I have. Um, but more often than not, no. But I know who can help you get tickets to the game. It's game time. Gametime.co. Specialize in that last minute, you know, frantic, trying to figure it out. Um, ticket situation. They do a phenomenal job there. Uh, you know, we've we you've taken advantage of it. Uh, I've taken advantage of it. Just, we've all taken advantage of it. Yeah, Roos Roos got into Target Field. Is it still Target Field? They changed those things with regularity it now. It is. It is Target uh-huh. Field. Um, yeah, I got some. Uh, I got some great seats, man. Just down the first base line over by the foul pole uh, on game uh, game time this weekend, and uh, got. Like I said, two killer seats. I don't even know what tickets really cost, to be honest with you. I don't go to a lot of baseball games. But it seemed like a great deal to me. They were like, I mean, I got two tickets for less than 60 bucks. You can't really beat that. My God. Now you uh, got pretty good seats, too. You got pretty yeah, good seats. Saying. So game time came through clutch, and they delivered them really quickly. So uh, I was really appreciative and uh, and really happy to uh, work with them. And they sponsored the show. So um, Get you a good seat to Georgia's season opener against UT Martin. It will probably be one of the cheaper tickets this season. But you go over to GameTime.co, or you can download the app and uh, use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. And if you do that, you will get uh, $20 off your first order, terms apply. But go over to GameTime.co. I mean, the interface is incredible. The convenience is awesome. They do a phenomenal job. We're still trying to get George on here. Technical difficulties, gremlins over the internet. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you about it. No, I was going to say, yeah, if you're looking at that game time picture, spend the extra $40, get out of the 600 section, and get into the corner of the end zone, man. Don't, do not go to that 600 section. I get nervous thinking about it, dude. Yeah, you – Dude, you were in an enclosed press box there in, at Lucas Oil Stadium, and and you were trembling. So, Ooh, I was having speaking a bad of trembling, time. sounds like we got some weather trying to roll up into the Athens area right now. Little, oh, you, you're, uh, you're about to lose power, is what you mean? Oh man, what a disaster this show would be <laughs> with everything we've got going on. Hey, give me a quick synopsis of your weekend. I'm intrigued. Yeah, so um, I went up to uh, Minnesota for the first time this weekend. Um, Girlfriend's got a friend getting married, asked me if I wanted to go. I said, sure, why not? I've never been to Minnesota before and uh, just had a blast, man. What a cool-ass state. Um, Stayed in Minneapolis, had a great time. Super clean city. Um, Everyone was so friendly. And um, now my... Uh, one of my great buddies is from Minnesota and he told me that that's a term called, it's called Minnesota nice. He said, they're real nice to your face. And then they talk shit when you turn around. Uh, but he said, he said, he said, it's like, he said, it's a, a real thing everybody knows about. Um, but so uh, Friday we went and experienced one of the wilder things that I think I've ever taken part in, in terms of like a public event. And it was uh, the Minnesota state fair. And it was like, there were like a hundred thousand people there that day. It was like a, it was like a, you know, a, a Georgia game or a, you know, a Tennessee game. Uh, I guess more aptly, a uh, hundred thousand. But it was so damn hot, man. It was unbelievable. But the food was phenomenal. The beer was incredible. Got to hear some polka music, which was great. Um, they had like contests for apples. They had like blue ribbon apples. I didn't even know you could judge an apple. I don't know how you become a judge for an apple, uh, but I thought that that was wild. And um, yeah, then we went and caught the Twins game, which was also cool. It was um, it was sick. It was like uh, twelve to two, I think, was the final. There was almost a fight. Um, they got to uh, almost went to fisticuffs. So um, 
uh, hitting bombs. And we got to see a position player come in and pitch. That's always fun. Had some cheese curds. And then Saturday we went to this casino um, that was kind of in the middle of nowhere, man. And um, it was, uh, you know, not like a Caesars or a Harris casino. It was a just just its own brand of casino, which I haven't done one of those in a while. Um, but it was cool. It was a, a neat experience and, uh, you know, reminded me of like, you know, a lot of casinos you've probably been to on the strip. Not the not the Bellagio's of the world, if you will. Um, but uh, attended the wedding. Beautiful ceremony. Had it on a, a golf course. Weather was perfect. Uh, some great food, great dancing. And uh, those cats uh, in Minnesota, they know how to put them down, man. That's what I will say about uh, my Saturday night. They they put a hurting on you, boy. Um, but uh, all was well. I returned in one piece and uh, would go back, though. Would definitely go back. Very pretty country. I was shocked by that, to be honest with you. I didn't know what to expect f- from a landscape-wise thing. A lot of farmland, though, and uh, just really beautiful. So Minnesota – Hi, Marks, for me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We know, uh, we know our guest, George Foster, has been to Minnesota. Uh, we know he's probably played some ball in Minnesota because he was in the uh, NFC North for a little bit with the Detroit Lions. Can George hear us? George, you got us, man? I'm going to say no. George is, uh... All right, we'll we'll let him continue to we'll let him continue to play with this. Palmer, continue texting George and and uh, see what we can get figured out for him. Uh, yeah. So my weekend, um, I did the smart thing, tried to play a little golf on Saturday. Um, somebody put on our board earlier in the week that it was disrespectfully hot, and it was hotter on Saturday than it was on that day because Saturday was about the most ridiculous heat I've ever experienced. I played crappy golf. Um, I, I dipped into some ranch waters and some other beverages, some, uh, some, I even drunk some cold beer, which I don't normally do just cause I was trying to keep it cold. I drank about nine bottles of water. Um, and, uh, it wasn't a steady, you know, it wasn't us like a steady march to the, to the woods to, uh, to, to, you know, relieve myself either. It was, uh, it was just <laughs> all coming out of the pores, dude. It was just, just flowing straight out of me. Uh, my my hat was just completely soaking wet. Um, it was uh, it was crazy. Um, so I uh, it, it was a fun weekend for sure. You know, got a chance to go get to catch some brunch on Saturday with the family. There's a restaurant in Athens that I've got to check out. Um, you should look up the menu when you get a chance. It's called Paloma Park. In the comments, oh. if anybody's been to Paloma Park in Athens, let me know. That's about just it. Max Canada, dude. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it was over yeah. there, right there, like either that or right there in the area. No, it is. That's where Max Canada was. Yeah, and so I really want to try it out. Um, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of obsessed with the menu. It looks pretty ridiculous. It's um, it's solid. I've I've been before. Of oh, okay, they've of course they've got been. they've got a good drink menu too. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw the drink menu. This is it's the tequila bar, and you know. 
it's it's more like appetizer type meals than it is like a big girthy meal but good food girthy that might be the, nothing, like a, nothing like a girthy meal <laughs> yeah girth, <laughs> they, they, they've got live, live music pretty frequently like girth that. may be the most healthy word we've ever had on this show and bill shank was on here one time so <laughs> oh it's a pie oh, man um, <laughs> that you can get pie at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's check in with George. Uh, it looks like he can hear us yeah. now. I can hear you. Can you hear me, though? I we got you, you, dude. Yes. Okay. We got something going. Streaming <laughs> always messes with me. And I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. We, we we do 100 Sanford on Zoom. It's pretty easy. And, and every time I get on StreamYard, it, it messes with me but i'm here the guy's here well we're 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 sorry about that we're it's pretty tough listen george i'm I'm about to pay you a big time compliment man you you played ball at georgia during my formidable fan years growing up as as a as a you know like a late teenager you were a couple two or three years ahead of me but i you know love georgia football then Mm -hmm. you were drafted by my favorite nfl football team and I'm still a bigger fan of you on Twitter than I am than I was as a player, and I was a big fan of you as a player. You dominate Twitter every listen, single listen, day. Listen, listen, that's that's not a that's not a slight to me. I don't take offense to it because like that happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the screen. I bet George has had his share of girthy meals. (laughs) (laughs) Had some good meals. I don't know about girthy. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, man, I'm not offended by that, man. I I mean, I go all over when I travel all over, man. I I have I run into people all the time, and they're like, they don't mention football at all. Yeah, like man, I enjoy following you on Twitter. Well, dude, I know you. I've been all. I've been. I've been. I've been. I've been all over this country, and it's always about Twitter when I see people. (laughs) Probably out of the country. I know you're a baller. I know you're a baller. You played left tackle, and you were a first round draft pick, and you (laughs) were were a damn good college football player. So I know. I know you. I know that you had the football thing down. But you do Twitter better than anybody (laughs) almost out there. Um, I mean, and I can't. Listen. I so, don't. Tr- I don't try. I just keep it fun, man, and I keep it and keep it real. Authentic is what what I would I would like to use. Like my my bio, my Twitter bio says, um, consistently George. me. Yeah, consistently me. That's that's what I am. I like it or leave it. Well, George, thank you so much for coming on with us tonight, man. We're we're thrilled to have you. Um, you know, we kind of start all of these off by just kind of getting a little backstory, man. I think like a lot of people, you know, know George Foster the uh the georgia player they know george foster the nfl guy they know george foster the the podcast host the the great twitter mm-hmm. follow but the, the george foster story i know this because you you were so gracious to to do the book uh with us player. um that, that where where does the george foster story start i believe it's somewhere in the uh greater macon metro area yeah just macon georgia man that i was born in macon georgia um good old making college Sam hospital and that's where uh as they would say the legend was born <laughs> i have to catch up and be a legend one day but um the, the legend was born in, in, in macon georgia i grew up pretty regular man you know 
uh, very family oriented. Uh, a lot of cousins, big family, you know, and um, just grew up having fun and and staying out of trouble for the most part. What uh, yeah, you know, obviously, uh, the time came. Uh, you, you end up in Athens, but you know, like, when did the light kind of click on for you that this football thing was going to kind of be a thing for you? Like, what, at what, what? How old were you when uh, when somebody got in your ear when you decided or whatever? Well, I always enjoyed football. I always like love watching it. Um, I uh, um, I used to get those um, NFL films, uh, VHS tapes. Um, from like Goodwill and, and like uh, yard sales and stuff from my mom. And I watched those and it's just be, you got the old music, the Raiders and all that and stuff like that. And watching uh, just Larry Zonka and, and guys like that. And, you know, I thought I was going to be a fullback <laughs> back in the day because just those old, like they, they, they made it look so good and so fun to run the ball and run over people and truck and break tackles and all that stuff. And, um, but I never got to play, um, football as a, as a youngster. I didn't play football. When I say youngster, um, I mean like, um, pop Warner and stuff like that. I didn't play little league football. Um, I played, played it in the hood, <laughs> you know, tackle football and, you know, and with Sandlot, you know, in the neighborhood, but, um, I didn't get to really play in, 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 um, uh, uh, play is doing a lot of heavy lifting um, <laughs> uh, and say, until seventh grade. And I might have played seven plays. I wasn't, you know, I was just a big kid that wanted to play football. I wasn't like, you know, my eventual uh, roommate, Tony Gilbert, <laughs> uh, that was like, he was, he was born to play football. He was, he was the guy from when we were yay high, you know, um, and so I didn't really play the middle school, eighth grade. I got in, and well, I, I guess you could say I got in trouble. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to in class. My mom was like, nope. And so I didn't play then. So I didn't really get to play for real, for real until like ninth grade. And, and um, for me, it was a gradual uh, progression. Like, I can't say it ever clicked per se, or there was ever an aha moment. It was just that I loved the game so much and I wanted to play. And I, I was blessed enough to play until I was, you know, my 30. <laughs> yeah. you know, so, you know, that's, that's, that's how it went for me. Well, right now I'm just counting our blessings that you were talking about the games we used to play in the neighborhood growing up and you didn't call them by name, the games that we used to play. Because they didn't count. You know, some of the names we used to call them games would get us in trouble these days. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't, you know. You know, we can't say on the internet. Yeah, but we had we had we didn't we didn't call them those. I kind of got I got an idea what you're talking about. You know, we used to call it raw hide. We used to call it raw hide. You know, when you okay. throw it, throw it up and throw it up and or throw them up, bust them. You know, stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Just which was is absurd to think about now. These yes. kids, I yes. I feel like I don't. Maybe I'm under. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. You know, underselling the kids nowadays, but. I feel like they wouldn't do that. <laughs> nah, they wouldn't throw the football up and everybody run after you and tackle you just because you got the football. I don't yeah. feel like they I don't feel like these kids would do that now. 
yeah, how yeah, how yeah. we didn't break a jaw or or like lose some permanent teeth or something like that. Like because I'm playing know. it all the way into the into the teens and it was it was something else. So I'm I'm gonna deviate from football a little here a little bit because uh, you. Me and Jake Roos, we all share a big-time common interest uh, based on your Twitter, and that is uh, the HBO television program, Righteous Gemstones. Um, we yes. are huge fans. We know you're big fans. I wanted to show you this because we got a guy who listens to the show who is uh, who works on uh, those sets, and he sent us this. Um, Ooh, sent this to the me. Redeemer? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. I hey. can't wear it because it's a large. Right, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, I definitely can't you, wear it. I probably yeah, can't wear a large, been able to wear a large in, in, since you probably haven't been able to wear a large grade. since <laughs> second grade. <laughs> well, I ain't been able to wear one since probably you know seventh grade, so I'm not too far behind you in terms of that. But uh, uh, dude, just listen, how awesome is that show? How much fun do you have watching it? And who's your favorite character? Oh man, my favorite character, ah. Uh, Mm. That's a tough one. <laughs> That's a tough one because because uh, uh, I forget her name. Judy is Judy. Judy, yeah. Judy oh, just so out of pocket. Judy. Judy is Judy is cold. Judy is something else. Now she's funny, <laughs> and I like you know I like um I always forget um McBride's character's name. What's his name? Yes. Um. Huh. Jesse. Jesse. Jesse Jimstone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh they they both they're both they're really good at what, what they do. You know what yeah. I mean? Everybody's everybody's awesome awesome. I always loved um I think I think um John Goodman is a very underrated actor, like yeah. since back in the Roseanne days. Like he's very underrated. So I'm in Treme, um and a lot of other things. He's he's a really good actor. But the guys that the, the people that cut up the most, I like old Judy Jim Stone and uh, and uh, old Jesse. Like they get it, and you know they did a real good job with the kids too that played them. Like, yes, I don't 100%. like like those actors. That actor and, and the actress um, that played Judy and um, young uh, young Judy and young um, Jesse, like they had they had them down pat, down yeah. pat. They were hilarious. I'm a little surprised though that I think the standard answer is always Baby Billy. Like almost everybody says Baby Billy, and so now I'm a big, I'm a huge Judy fan too, man. She is yeah, for sure. I mean, she's but like I, you know, when you ask a lot of people, see, I don't think a lot of people watch it in the way that we watch it. That's why I think that you're a little more in tune. You know, Jesse's obviously kind of the face <laughs> of the program, but but Baby Billy's kind of uh, you know he steals a lot of things. He's ba- Baby Billy is Baby Billy is hilarious. Um, baby Billy, I, how do, I keep forgetting his name too? Too many hits to the head. His real name, he's Walter Goggins. Uh, Goggins, Walter Goggins. Yeah, he is hilarious. And so, Baby Billy kind of reminds me of you know, he has that he has that twang, so it kind of reminds me of the character on, um, kind of like, um, uh. Uh, vice principals is this kind of like yeah there's a lot of carryover it seems it seems like um and so in like but like i said before it, it all the characters are amazing you know what yeah. i mean so uh but I, I like goggins and what he does um he was just in something i just watched he was in a movie 
that I just saw. But he's 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 a he's a good, you know, one of the newer, you know, getting more newly famous actors out there. He's he's pretty good too. But he doesn't get as much screen time as the others. You know no, I mean? no, it's so, uh, it's like Bill. It's like Bill Simmons says on his. Uh, you know, Bill Simmons has this uh, uh, rewatchables podcast where they talk about rewatchable movies, and they got the Dion Waiters <laughs> Award, where it's kind of like, hey, he got twelve <laughs> minutes, but he scored seventeen points and had three assists. <laughs> right. so he's like, he's, right. that's, that's that's baby Billy right there. He that is baby chick. Billy. That <laughs> yeah. is baby Billy, and you got and you got to really you got to really listen, and and you catch some things. You know what I mean? That kind of get glossed over in the scene, and uh, he's 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 pretty uh, hilarious. My wife caught me here a little while back. She goes, uh, "What are you saying?" Because I was talking to her, and every time I'd say something at the end, I'd put "nah" on the end of it. I was like, "Hey, we gotta get it. We gotta get in the car, nah. Come on, nah. We gotta we gotta you know." And I kept throwing it in there like, "Baby, <laughs> where's she from? Like, What are you doing to me? <laughs> Where, Why are you saying that? Where's she so, from? Because it's yeah, kind of standard down south." <laughs> I, I don't know with everything, no, but I was putting it on every I was tagging everything with it. But yeah, I mean I'm from South I'm from Deep South Georgia. She went to McEachern, so she's you know, she's in Atlanta and uh she's a yeah. metro Atlanta gal. So they're not quite uh, as country as we get down there. Not no, there. not quite that much, yeah. <laughs> but once you get below McDonough, it gets kind of <laughs> well it starts getting you, real country. I'll tell you what, you when you get above Canton, it starts up here too as well. So you can't yeah, it works it works yeah, both that's ways. True. That is true. That is true. That it's, is true. Get to the fringes. it's a little different kind of country. <laughs> now um George, yeah, are you doing uh you're doing the uh the um one hundred Sanford podcast? Uh we love those mm-hmm. guys, man. Some great dudes over there. Um yeah, you know, I, I, know that you're, I know. I know you're still tuned in with the program very heavily and, and watching all this. I mean, you're. Uh, how satisfying is it for you as as a guy who played a role in building this program and seeing how far it's come to to see where it is now, man? I mean, what was it like for you to see Georgia, you know, get over that hump a uh, year before last? Man, it was amazing to see. Man, um, uh, there's a lot of people. You know, there was there was it was forty years. You know, it was like it was over forty years, and like there's there's a lot of people. You know, what I'm saying, um, not to be a downer, like my 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 little brother was a huge dog fan, and I don't know if it started with me or before me, but like definitely, you know, he looked up to me, looked up to the dog, loved him. He passed away in eighteen. I wish he could have saw it. You know what I mean? Uh. So, like, there's a lot of people that didn't get a chance to see that, and to for me to be able to see, and I actually went to both of them. I went to the, I went to both. I went to the first one, and I went back to back, and was able to um, to be there to witness them both in person. It was just, it was just, it's hard to explain. It was so, it was just amazing, really amazing. Because, um, and I feel like, like you said, uh, we kind of got the ball rolling with with our. Um, first ACC championship in um when was that that was like in 20 years when I, when we won in my senior year that was the that was yeah. the first that was the first ACC championship in 20 years and then it, it kind of got the ball rolling they start building stuff and spending money and and all, and all and all kind of stuff that we didn't get but and I'm glad to be a part of that just having having at least won the conference before I got out of there that makes me kind of feel like part of this, you know, resurgence of 
the program. And then also having of, having played with Kirby, actually, you know, it's kind of just cool, just cool to have that uh, connection is to see and just to see how he's progressed from being like checking checking our room for curfew to being the best coach in the game right now. <laughs> yeah. So I remember uh, I can't I, I guess it was what was it two thousand It was maybe two thousand maybe ninety nine But I think it was two thousand. Um, you know, you had been playing, and y'all been playing a lot of offensive linemen at Georgia. I think y'all played. Y'all had like Coach Donovan was playing like seven of you guys. And I remember yeah. finally he just kind of settled on you and Ajax, kind of there on one side. I believe it was against Ole Miss. And uh, you know, this you, sounds think, pretty good. Yeah, and I, y'all held it down, and and I think mm-hmm. Musa Smith ran for like one one forty eight or one sixty eight or something that mm-hmm. day, and and from that yeah. day on, I was kind of like, you know, I remember watching that and just kind of being like, hey man, those are what NFL offensive linemen look like. I mean, I, Ajax didn't get a really good, mm-hmm. Alex Jackson didn't really get a a, a good yeah. you know swing at it, but you did. What was at what point yeah. did you realize in your college career that were you like? Hey, you know, I mean, you played with a good one. You played with John, John Stenscombe, and he had a really good NFL yeah. career. Y'all had two NFL mm-hmm. tackles there. At what point did you realize, man, I'm a, I'm a blue-chip NFL prospect, and I, I'm going to be able to play this game for a long time? Because you were still relatively new to it at that point, right? I mean, you haven't been one of these kids played ball all your life. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't I didn't have a ton of starts at Georgia. Um, I, I played, you know, but we rotated a lot with me, Kareem Marshall, and, um, and John Stenscombe. Uh, uh, I had to play behind, you know, when we first got there, there was Chris Terry and, and Matt Stinchcomb, and then you had Jonas Jennings, and mm-hmm. you had, um, you know, we had some pretty good players on that on that line, and then we were able to get um, Alex Jackson and um, and play guard Kevin Breedlove, Ian Knight, you know, and uh, we just we just worked until it was our time, and so I didn't, you know. It wasn't these grand dreams of playing in the NFL. It was putting the work in step by step and just seeing what happens. And for me, um, just the size and athleticism, you know, put me on the map along with, you know, I feel like I, I feel like I played hard and um, and uh, I didn't really understand uh, how the process went or knew that I would be uh, uh, a top prospect to maybe my like going into going into my junior year maybe or no 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 after my junior year the summer after my junior year that's when you know the agents started calling and all this stuff and then they give you these lists and they get the blesto reports and the national reports these are Later on, when I started my scouting career, I, I, I kind of learned out what what those actually are, you know. But I, that's what they would show me back then. It was like, I'm rated what? <laughs> I was like, Whoa! I ain't know anybody was looking at me like that. You know what I mean? So I was rated like, depending on what list you looked at, one of the top three tackles in the country. And um, I I didn't, I had no idea. And so, but, you know, they didn't change anything, worked hard, ended up having uh, uh, wrist surgery, didn't get to play till we went to Alabama. Um, 
My senior man year. enough game. Yeah, man enough. That's my first game yeah. back. And um and um got to play then and um just took it from there. Took it for there. I took it from there. I never took anything for granted. You know, it it was hard to start that season off on the sideline. I I can't I can't even lie. This I hate too many people this. I I, I I was crying when they ran out versus Clemson, man. I was like, man, I wanna like I had never played Clemson before. You know yeah. what I mean? I grew up, you know. Um, I I have cable growing up. We watched Jefferson Pilot, and so Clemson would be on there. Georgia Tech, Virginia, a lot of ACC ball, um, and some some SEC. Um, but that's what I was watching. I, I grew up watching Clemson, and um, because that's what was on TV sometimes. And uh, it would have been cool to play against them. You know what I mean? And I didn't I didn't get to you know because I was still you know in a cast. And uh, man, that hurt. But um, I was glad I was eventually made it back that season. Now, um, draft night. Well, no, sorry, it was not draft night. You were drafted <laughs> back in the old days when they did all <laughs> no, seven no. rounds in one day, basically, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's not uh, one even that two long days, ago. Two maybe, days. Maybe they did it two they days. Did two days. I do. They I, did two okay, days. I do remember. But they the, did like, do, yeah, like the first they, three they rounds or four rounds in one day. Yeah, like four rounds. Yeah, yeah. like four rounds. Yeah. And it was draft afternoon, I guess. Um, yep. It was a little different than it is now. It's not all the glitz mm-hmm. and the glamour. Where did, where did you do that at, and, and, and when did you know the Broncos were going to take you? What was the 21st overall? Uh, 20th overall, and I didn't know. 20th overall, okay. Yeah, I had no idea, I guess, but I guess because I, I, I probably didn't know how it worked behind the scenes. And it's funny, I got, I got to eventually know how it worked behind the scenes when I worked in the NFL. Um uh like I took all my I took all my visits. I, I visited the I visited the Rams, I visited the 49ers, I visited the Ravens. But on the way back from the 49ers, I got a call from my agent. It was like Denver wants you to stop by on your way back. You know, and so that's what I did and um talked to them, didn't get any inkling that they were being serious about me or whatever. And um and so that day comes, draft day comes. Um I think I, I wrote I've written about it before in like a blog post and I posted it um on online um what what that draft day was like. You know, I stayed, you know, a lot of the guys stayed in Athens the night before, hung out, kicked it, um, did that, woke up early, um, draft day morning. Uh, got dressed, and funny enough, I put on a Denver Marcus Camby uh, throwback jersey (laughs) (laughs) and some jorts because jorts were cool back then. (laughs) They're back. I still I got some jorts now, but um, but for a while they weren't cool, and I I didn't get the memo. But we're back. But yeah, I had on the Marcus a Denver Nuggets Marcus Camby jersey, um, and um, I hit that back road to to uh to Macon, and um, had family and friends. We cooked out at my mom's house and just hung out. Had a good family time, and you know I was blessed enough to not have to wait too long, you know, to get my name called, and then we could kick it off and and finish the shindig. You know yeah. I mean? So that that was that was pretty cool. 
like I said, I didn't know had didn't have any idea. I think Mike Shanahan called my uh, agent. And I talked to them, and and that was that. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, you know, you mentioned um, you mentioned earlier in the show that uh, Tony Gilbert was a guy you roomed with, and, mm-hmm. and how natural of a football player he was. You you played mm-hmm. you played you played the game for a long time, man. Who was who was the most talented dude you ever saw? Maybe not like from a statistical standpoint, maybe not from the the accolades and the MVPs, but just mm-hmm. like who's the greatest football player George Foster has ever watched? The greatest football player I've ever watched. That is tough. <laughs> he, he talked <laughs> to a guy that went, went to Georgia and played in the SEC, yeah. <laughs> and then the NFL. That's like, what I'm that saying. Is, that's a lot. I have to name a few, man. To- Tony was definitely one of them, you know, gang of tackles. Not not too many people did better than he did at Georgia. Had a good chance to play in the NFL. Um, who was who else was really good? Um, Michael Strahan was playing against uh, yeah. him. He was he was very tough. Um, uh, my high school quarterback was like five six. <laughs> 140 pounds. He started at linebacker and quarterback for us. Probably led us in tackles as well as, of course, passing. And probably was, you know, a gang of rushing yards. He was probably one of the toughest, best football players I've ever been around. His name Joe Stubbs, coached for a long time. He's probably still, I think he moved, he was he went to Iowa Wesleyan and ended up coaching up there for a long time. And I'm gonna think he's coaching in Dublin now, but um, man, it's just it's just there's a lot, man. I played with you know Trevor Price, Clinton Portis. I played with DJ Williams, Al Wilson. Uh, Champ I Bailey, against, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Champ Bailey. I played with Calvin Johnson. Like Calvin Johnson, we got we we drafted Calvin Johnson. And we were like, who is that defensive end? <laughs> lined up <laughs> there receiver. What is going on right here? Oh, he man. was huge. And um uh I don't know, somebody I don't think I don't remember doing it, but somebody I believe Tatum Bell told me one day that I I, I called him Megatron, but I don't recall it. I don't I don't I s I'll never take I'll never oh, take credit oh. for that. But he like said it on Twitter one day and I was like do I remember that? Did I, <laughs> I, I don't I like I didn't I didn't. It wouldn't shock that. me. I'm one, I mean I'm gonna tell you right now, it wouldn't shock was, me. Yeah. Um and um yeah, I play I play with some I play with some some really good guys and um especially at Georgia, man. I, I I've counted it up one day. I think I may have played with um at least it seems like sixty guys that may have played at least a year in the NFL. Like that's a lot. You played Just with you football. played college ball with at least two NFL Hall of Famers, didn't you? If you, did you um, cross yes, I went to I went I went to uh yeah I played with Champ and I played with played with uh, Richard Seymour with Seymour and I went I didn't get a chance to go to Champ's induction but I went to uh Richard's last year. We had a ball. He knows how to put on. <laughs> he knows how to he knows how to put it on. We had a ball, you know what I'm saying? He had his whole family up there, kids went like it was and then like Chris Berman came through, like it was like 
is that's something that that's something to experience if you if you can get you know access to at least um the event the the um the induction the thing at the stadium the night before and like then the the uh parties afterwards it's a good experience i didn't know what to expect but it was it was very fun we and, might and richard knows how to put on a party we might have to call George uh, Foster for uh, access. I don't think Jake Ripple and I have those kind of connections to be honest with you. Uh, hey, but listen, uh, there's all kind of people there, man. You are looking I, at I, a hillbilly and a redneck that do love a good party, though. We uh, love yeah, I, man, I'm telling you, it was, I good, it was, it was really, really good time. Um, now, I, I wanted to ask you uh, one, one other thing, George. You, uh, it, it's game week. Um, George is getting ready to get back at it. And uh, like I said, I want to want to rep uh, 100, 100 Sanford as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you got uh, what, what's what's your feeling on the season, man? What's your what's your thoughts? What are you looking forward to seeing? What do you how do you think it's going to go? I mean, are you um, are you uh, are you three Peter die kind of guy here? I mean, what's where, where, where's your head at with it? Uh, winning football is hard when the football game when the single game is hard. I know it sounds kind of weird to say. Even when, even the best, there's been, put it in perspective, in pro football, there's been one undefeated team, period. The foot, the NFL is 100 and, it's 100 something years old. Yeah. One undefeated team. Yeah. In 100 years. That's how hard football is. You know what I mean? So, it's, it, I'm not saying three Peter the bust. Do I think they have what it takes? Uh, and should they three-peat? You know, and, and, and I'm not saying mir- no, no miracles have to happen, none of that. Based on roster experience, coaching, should they repeat? Should they three-peat? Absolutely. That's not how football always works, though. Yeah. You yeah. need luck. You need some luck. You need some luck involved. You need a few bounces to go your way. Um, you need, you know, uh, health, which, you know, we've had a, a few significant injuries lately. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, we got some guys that are still out. They're probably going to be out that we probably don't have to use for UT Martin. Um, but I hope that's because it's UT Martin. And that we'll, you know, we'll get them back, you know, sooner than later. Um, but uh, yeah, they, you know, they, they, he, it's at the point now with Georgia that, you know, they're really there's no excuses. You know what I mean? They got everything they need. They got, you know, got quarterback, running backs. They have elite offensive line. They got, they got, you know, a lot of people back from a defense that was. You know, that's picked up where the previous one left off. And the previously, the previous one left off had a gang of first rounders. You know, a team that had 16 people drafted the most ever in the history of the game. And that defense, you know, came back and still, you know, statistically stacked up to the year before. They just did it, and they did it a different way. Um, and so, and they have a lot of those guys coming back from last year um, from a team that played a lot of youngsters. You know, a lot of young guys got snaps 
and they're going to they're going to be even better than they were last year. So I, I think they they have what it takes to win. They just have to keep everybody, you know, safe and sound. You know what I mean? We had Stetson healthy for two years. You know, a lot of people don't, you know, don't get to have the quarterback for every single game. You know what I mean? Even even Bryce Young missed um, some time, at least a game, or at least the, the A&M game last year. I don't know if he missed any more. But, like, um, you know, um, we have to have some balls bounce our way. But, you know, roster-wise, they shouldn't lose a game at all. <laughs> <laughs> It, it really, well, it, but it, honestly, it really depends on what the competition gives them, though. You know, we gotta, we gotta see like who's who's bad, like who's really who's rough and tough. Is it, you know, is is Florida is Florida gonna stand up to them? Is Auburn gonna stand up to them? Is Bama is is in the, in the next is in the next uh, level of the playoffs? Is is Michigan gonna turn it on if they make it that far? Can Ohio State come back and get it back in the thick of things with a new quarterback? Um, so, you know, it remains to be seen. A lot of football. That's why you have to play the game. But um, they got what it takes. Well, normally we ask people the same question. I'm going to skip my question because I got a special one for you. Um, I, I grew up a Broncos fan. It's a weird story. I had a redneck satellite dish. And the affiliates we picked up, Fox, CBS, all that stuff, we picked up Denver. So I started liking them back when, back when Terrell was it, you know, first started Terrell Davis. Um, uh, you know, even before that, whenever um, you know Elway in the drive and all that stuff. But when you were drafted by the Broncos, you got one year under you know the late Alex Gibbs, who has some history at Georgia. You know, coached at Georgia 1982, 1983. Um, Big time reputation that man has is—is—is is, is he as crazy as everybody says he is? Do you have any good Alex Gibbs stories? Alex was crazy. <laughs> Alex, Alex was definitely crazy. You know what I mean? But crazy never scared me. You know what I mean? So it was fine. You know they—you know they used to—they used to kid on. They used to pick at pick pick at me and, and say, "Alex, Alex really liked me." You know what I'm saying? But I felt like he cussed. Yeah, just as much as he cussed anybody else out. You know, Alice <laughs> Alice was Alice was um Alice was uh Alice had a reputation. Like he knew how to get you to do that that scheme, that zone scheme, running scheme. And um he would come in, he would he would do the um he would do, see I, I came in on like when he was pairing back his involvement. He would he would come do the the run install, the offense install at the beginning of the week and in the middle of the week, he would he would be gone, and like um, Coach Dennison would um, take over and, and coach us from on the day to day, and then he would come back for the weekend for the games, and um, but yes, he was definitely crazy. He would have these little home remedies and he would be bragging if you had a, something an ailment. I remember <laughs> I had something going on with me. Uh, you eventually, t- I eventually tell you what it was, but my head, the front of my head, was like beating and like around here, just in my cheeks, and just beating like it would never go away. It was like ter- it was like during camp, and um, we could not figure out what it was, and um, uh, we um, and so 
he would be like, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing my Indian shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He comes in, he has this bag with leaves and and like leaves and ointments and like bark and all kind of stuff. And he he sat me in my locker and then he put his hand in his little bag and he's wiping it on my face and you know trying trying to get me back out there ready. It it, it didn't work. Um, but um, kind I kind of eventually figured out that okay. I had chipped the tooth a while back and just didn't do anything about it and end up end up needing a root canal. So that's why my whole <laughs> face is, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could have figured this out pretty quick. As soon as I got the root canal, all the pain disappeared. <laughs> and then I wouldn't have to have roots and leaves on my face and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that was the good people. Rest in peace. All right, George, my question is the same. Uh for everybody, and um, I'm glad you said earlier. You Can I back up a little bit? Yeah. Don't feel uh, don't feel weird about like the Broncos. You know who my favorite team was growing up? I cheered for yep. the Falcons because they were my own team. That's what I knew. Right. Yeah. My I did favorite the same thing. Team, my, my favorite team was the Buffalo Bills. Okay. My favorite team until was I got was it because of the, my, Was it those four straight Super Bowls or? Yes, I was yeah. a youngster. I was getting into football. You know that K gun was exciting. You know, Bruce Smith was my favorite player because he was just yeah. he was just badass. You know, um, uh, Thurman Thomas, bad. You know, yeah, Daryl Talley, Talley. Cornelius yeah. Bennett. Like I get a kid. Like me and Cornelius Bennett follow each other on Twitter, and it's like I'm like a super <laughs> fan. Like it's like <laughs> geeked and like it's like man. It's like, and I got a chance to meet. Uh, well, Co- Coach Rick brought you know him and Jim played together in Miami. He brought him to practice one time. I was starstruck. I ended up getting to meet yeah. him again at the Super Bowl one year. Like it was, um, that was my squad until I got drafted. And it's just because like when you're a kid, you like who's good. Yeah, you like you you like who's good. And I pulled for him in all four of them Super Bowls, man. All four of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the like, Cowboys. And people that knew me, that was my team. I, I caught hell at school. <laughs> I was gonna say, I wish, I wish, I wish it worked for me. Like it was just who was good. I, I still picked the Falcons. I don't know why, mm-hmm. um, but it, but it was like you know, like I got into, I got into it really like heavy I, with with Vic when Vic was Vic was so incredible to watch. Well, like, see, Vic is this my age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, I was, yeah. I was like in the Falcons into the Falcons with Ward Dunn, Craig Hayward. Um, uh, back when, um, uh, who else was, who was else, who else was in the backfield? Of course, you had Dion, Tim McKayer, you know, uh, Mike Ken at tackle, yeah, Jesse Tuggle, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Dukes, um, uh, Jamie Dukes, uh, Jamal, you had Jamal, you know, like, um, like I was a fan of them, but like, man, those Buffalo Bills teams were just awesome. No. All right, so my question for you, George Foster, you've said you traveled all over the country. You played football in, in uh, many different places as well. Uh, you're a well-traveled guy, so I'll ask you the question that I ask everybody. What is the worst hotel room that George Foster has ever stayed in in his life? Uh, for one, I'm not a hotel snob, so okay. there have been a lot of seedy uh, places <laughs> But because uh, <laughs> uh, just give me somewhere to lay down, 
you know, I ain't gonna be in there long anyway. You know, I'm gonna be kicking it. So I ain't gonna I'm not I'm I'm not in the hotel. Um but I I'll let's make this NFL edition. Okay. Whatever the hotel you stay in, because tip teams typically stay in the same hotel, every team. Um when they go to these um to these uh away cities. Um it's gotta be somewhere like Green Bay. You stay in an Appleton old hotel, old beds, you know. I mix them, I mix it up, I mix it up kind of with it's with maybe Buffalo, with the like that these beds that they're like first generation <laughs> trying to be sleep number like you couldn't blow it up is like hard and like terrible terrible but yeah appleton is not the spot typically you <laughs> land in a city you 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 get out for a little while you know walk, go around get some nice food and go to a nice restaurant and all that stuff you know appleton ain't it you know no no disrespect um packers fans you yeah. know, with a real with a real G anyway, but um but uh yeah, it's pro- probably nice. somewhere in Alberton, outside of these nice. country towns that I've stayed in with where you got the real where you got the real key. You got the you know, most I'm, you I'm got from the, the motel from, the motel on the outside. Oh yeah, I'm from the era of the real key. Yeah. Ain't, no, ain't no key yeah. cards. Yeah, slide that put that thing in the door, it's got a little triangle on it to, to make sure you don't lose it. Yeah. Yes, they got the little diamond uh, key chain yeah. hooked up to it. Yeah, yeah. You never yeah, lose those thing keys. You, little thing you break in half and cut somebody's throat with it, probably. You know, <laughs> they made out of some stiff plastic. George, man, thank you so much for coming on. Roos and I have been talking about trying to get you on for a long time just because I'm so know. entertaining. I'm glad we got it done. Yeah, for sure, man. And if we can ever return to favor, uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast before you head out. Well, I asked. I got asked to join um, uh, uh, Lamar Lovelace, you know, Trigger Trey, Graham Coffee, um, to come on and do the show. Um, I did the show as a guest before, um, I think the year before um, last year. So that would be twenty twenty one or yeah, or twenty 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 one. Did the show. And then they asked me to come on as a host, and um, I just um, decided, sure, you know what I mean, it's something to do, something to get my, um, you know, get my chops down. Um, I've been asked over the years, over the last decade or so, um, when po- podcasts really started popping, you should do a podcast, you should do a podcast, you should do a podcast. Like my DMs, my phone calls, my texts. You ever thought about a podcast? Like still, even today, I've gotten a call within the last two days. <laughs> like you should, you should do X, Y, Z. Uh, have you ever thought about a podcast? I'm like, yeah, I do one now. You know, but um, I think I want to. I, I got something that uh, people should definitely hold me accountable and push me to do these things that I have in my head. Um, but I have something that I want to do. Um outside of uh 100 Sanford that has to do with offensive linemen. You know, I love I've loved I love the position. You know, it's my, you know, that's my heart. O-line play. Don't nothing get done without O-line play. If you got a bad offensive line, you got a bad team, uh it's tried and true. 
you know, it doesn't get it doesn't get no better than the offensive line play, and is you know it's a, a sweet science. I, I I love offensive line play and offensive linemen. Um, think they're some of the best, coolest people on your team, and in the world, great 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 men, you know, play have played on that side of the ball in that position, and so um, I want to highlight those guys, and so when I when I put it in motion. I'll come back and talk about it. You know what I mean? But I, I need to do that. I, I've I've written the outline for it a few years ago and didn't do anything with it. So if you're out there, if you're here, if you're listening to this, you know, bully me. Hey, <laughs> hey, dude, I, I, would, I would love to encourage you to do that. Yeah, I yeah. think, it, I think yeah. it'd be a lot of fun. It's a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys you – Y'all need to hear from, you know, that played this game at a very high level and um, that I love to talk to. No, I love offensive linemen, man. They are a unique breed, dude. They are fun to Mm -hmm. interview. They're fun to talk to. They're, they, they're, they they are, they're, they're, they're cool guys. So uh, they're unique in and of themselves, but then they also play for crazy ass dudes over the years that, that also helped, helped, helped shape them. Um, I've never met an offensive line coach that wasn't at least three shades of weird, man. I've never – I can't – I'm trying to remember the most sane offensive line <laughs> coach I had. And Did you play for Greg Ad? Yes, I played for Coach yeah. Ad. Coach Ad was a tight end coach when I got there. And then um, okay. when we had Pat Watson, Pat Watson ended up passing during the season, and Coach Ad took over the room. So I had Ad um, – I don't know how I survived that, George. I had five O-line coaches. I had, <laughs> well, I, I had, had a Chris, guy tell me one I, time I that, that Greg Atkins may have been the most normal offensive line coach he ever He is had. normal, yes. Yeah. Craig, <laughs> he's definitely – he definitely is. He recruited me too. Um, so, I've had Coach Selfo, Coach Ad, Coach Watkins – Watson, Coach Pat Watson, um, uh, uh, Doug Marone, and – uh, my guy from Macon, Georgia, Coach Callaway. Yeah, Neil, Neil Callaway. Callaway. Yeah, five coaches in my <laughs> at Georgia <laughs> in college. You know, unreal. But, yeah, so but we made it happen. We made it happen. Oh. But you're right; well, they're dude, all thanks. weird. Yeah, they are. They're strange cats, man. And we appreciate you coming on. If there's anything we can do to help you out, um, get that podcast going or anything like that, uh, you know, let us know. We'd love to. Uh, We'd love to, you know, help you out in any way possible we can because I, I'd love it. I think it's a great idea. You're an entertaining dude, and we appreciate you coming on. Thanks, man. Thank y'all for having me. Uh, good time, and uh, uh, anytime, man. How let me? You know, when I got the time, I don't mind talking. Rock All right, buddy. Thank Take care, man. It, man. All right now. <laughs> I think he. I think he love made me you on the way out. I think he baby billied you on the way out. Hey, now. Uh, Tell these folks about bird dogs. We got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Bird dogs, man. Listen, uh, I wore them up to Minnesota uh, like I wear them everywhere else. uh, And they kicked ass once again. uh, You got to love the built-in liner, man. Look, I'm not – too much information here. I'm not an underwear guy. This is just enough to to keep you honest realistically. Um, But they fit great. They're uh, sweat wicking, uh, all the best things that you're looking for when it comes to a pair of shorts. That's what bird dogs bring to the table. So I recommend them highly. Like I say all the time, I would talk about them even if they didn't sponsor our podcast. We're lucky enough that they do. 
We appreciate him doing that. You can go over and use our promo code, code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, or birddogs.com slash D-A-W-G-S, DOGS. And uh, right now, uh, things have been going so well that uh, they moved on. Now it's a hydro flask that they're offering with your order. So they'll kick in a hydro flask for you. It's a super hydro nice flask. It's a hydro flask style water bottle. Hydro uh, flask that, style that. water bottle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. For uh, for legal for legal purposes. Um, uh, but it's a it's a super nice water bottle. Go check it out. Um, everything we had the hat. We got the uh, Yeti style tumbler. Uh, both of those were super sick. So. Uh, hydro flask style water bottle gonna be nice as well go over there check it out uh birddogs.com slash d-a-w-g-s or use our promo code d-a-w-g-s at checkout all right jake on jake jake and off whatever you want to call it um i got my question ready for you it's pretty simple so the jake Bruce i knew um and came to love over the years um did not like baseball had nothing to do with baseball. Now you've been to two baseball games in the span of a month. Um, I would say you were a zero before then. What are, what are you on a scale of one to ten now when it comes to, to at least going to a live baseball game? It's funny you mentioned that because I mentioned it on the way to the game the other day. I was like, I don't think I've been to a baseball game in like 20 years. And now I've been to like two in the last month. Um no, I got to tell you, man, like I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was a great time. It was I think what I like about baseball is that it, it's so it's a lot more calm compared to football. Uh, you know, you're just it's a lot more chilling out and drinking beer and eating snacks and talking shit and reading funny stuff up on the video board and watching the goofy stuff. I mean, the action's there and it's fun, especially like I said, that game the other night was awesome. 12 to 2, you're getting home runs, you're getting almost fights, people are going crazy. Those, those Midwesterners were screaming obscenities at the umpires. So it was a great time, man. So I would say uh, my, my interest has peaked. I would definitely go back again. Um, I would say, uh, you know, zero to 10. I don't know. Give me a, give me a, I would, I would say seven to eight. If you offered me some tickets for tomorrow, I'd probably go. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to buy season tickets anytime soon though. No, nah, none um, of us are. I mean, it's, that's a big commitment. No, no. L- unless you get them Delta Club tickets. Then give me a call, dog. I'm, I'm down to go whenever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, all right. My, mine for you, Jake. Uh, I was thinking about this tonight. Uh, you know, I'm checking states off of the bucket list, uh, trying to get – I'd like to go to all 50 states. I'd like to go to all seven continents. That's my real big bucket list item. But I want to go to all 50 states while I'm at it, too. I figure I might as well see this great country. And um, I'm just curious, like, where's the next one you want to hit? What's a what's a state you had been to that you're trying to get to, and why? Well, as uh, as the people you know down in South Georgia would say, I want to go to Hawaii. Um, I think that'd be a fun <laughs> place to go. Um, you know, I, I mean, been there to be honest with you. No, I've never been to Hawaii. Um, I've been to a, I think I want to say 31 states or 32 of the 50. Um, I haven't been to Hawaii. Haven't been to Alaska. I haven't been anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Um, uh, if, if you're talking about, if you take Hawaii and Alaska out of the picture, I would probably say, you know, you know, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming area, you know, you know, it's funny you say that a lot of people I've talked to, you know, a lot of people are like, um, and I believe Shannon Terry was one of the people that I talked to about this. 
Um, but I could be mistaken on that. Uh, Wyoming and, and Montana, I'm like, man, I want to go to Bozeman and I want to go to Jackson Hole and I want to go to these places. And I've had multiple people tell me when I they're like, man, do not, do not sleep on Eastern Idaho because they're, they're would, just like, would, man, this, this, this is I mean, like, the pictures look sick, dude. The pictures are, yeah. are beautiful. Boise looks like a cool town. Somehow, yeah, I don't, I, w- I don't think I would have said that when I was a kid. I wouldn't have been like, I'd love to go to Boise, Idaho, but it looks like a nice right. place. Well, I'm going to get the check off uh, Utah in November. My family, uh, we we've become traveling Thanksgiveners um, over the years. My wife's family and I, and uh, um, you know, we've done Charleston for a long time. We did Asheville a couple years ago. We're going to make a little bit of bigger trip, and we're going to do uh, Zion National Park, Springdale, uh, Utah. So that'll be the first time I've been out that way. And I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm saying I, I want to go to all 50 states, and I want to see it all at some point. I'm not as I'm not as keen on the seven continent idea, especially Antarctica, or uh, or. Well, that's um, obviously you know. the hard one. I mean, like I don't know how yeah. I'm going to make that one happen, uh, but um, I, that's on the list. I I've, I think if you I've could just give me Iceland and Australia, I would probably call it a day. You can go to Iceland for cheap, dude. Yeah, I'm just they, saying. They, they, the, gover- the, gov- the Icelandic government subsidizes flights to make it cheap. Now, it's expensive when you get to Iceland, but uh, it's cheap to get to Iceland. Um, but, uh, yeah, I want I, I definitely want to do that. I still got Australia, South America, and then, uh, obviously, Antarctica. I'm hoping to somehow roll South America and Antarctica into one trip. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, just fly down to Chile and swim over to Antarctica. You're good to go. <laughs> just, just, a, just a light paddle across the water. Dude. Go straight, just go straight to get you a little P-Row and go down there. All right, guys, <laughs> this has been the longest ever Bark After Dark. I'm exhausted, and I'm going to go to bed right as soon as hey, this thank, is over with. Thank you for, to George Foster for coming on. Yes, Tremendous, 100%. as always. Uh, so gracious to be on with us. Hey, it's game week. I mean, that's, it is. it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. It's game um, week. And listen, get your friends and family to uh, subscribe to Dogs HQ. We're almost to uh, 10,000 followers here on YouTube. We're really excited about that. But uh, we'll be back with you with uh, with uh, the Georgia show with Wes Blankenship and two of us degenerates on Wednesday. Um, who knows who it'll be? Um, and you probably shouldn't listen to us, but we'll try to make you. Uh, y'all take care. <laughs> roll, roll. Okay.